You're listening to episode 44 of the Walking Closer podcast. Welcome to the Walking Closer podcast. My name is Adam Como. I'm your host. In this episode, we want to talk about the resurrection of Jesus and how it was an extremely powerful experience, which which has really had lasting effects even in this day. And so today, I want to talk a little bit about how the resurrection didn't just stop with Jesus and, and how it affects us here and now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, I am going to build term build here is a, a word that has to do with erecting a house or a structure. And metaphorically, it's used in the sense of establishing something. And so Jesus said he was going to build, establish what he called his church, ecclesia, congregation, a community, if you will. Then he follows that by saying that the gates of Hades will not prevail against him. The gates of Hades is an expression that relates to the place of departed souls or death and refer to the grave. This is language that is spoken from someone who is on the offense. Jesus is in pursuit of mankind and he wants to be with us and he wants us to be with him. And to demonstrate this, he said, not even death is going to stop him. Well, after his death, he was placed in a tomb and early on Sunday morning, two women came to the tomb. And Matthew writes, Matthew 28, 2 through 7. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There there you will see him. See, I have told you. And, And so it began. And eventually, all of Jesus' disciples see his resurrected body, and are directed to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. And this is exactly what they did. And at the center of their message was the resurrection. Consider in Luke's letter we refer to as Acts. Acts 2.32, Acts 3.15, 3.26, Acts 4.10, All these are references to the resurrection, how it was at the core, the center of their message. They went about testifying that they had seen Jesus resurrected from the dead. They proclaimed it, never once denying it, even though they were beaten, tortured, stoned, and and put in prison. They were so convicted, and and what they experienced was life-changing, and and no one could take that away from them. Just think about things you have experienced, things that you know. Imagine someone coming along and telling you they didn't happen, but you experienced it. They did not. You were there. No one can tell you otherwise. And in the same way, they were willing to endure what they did for the same reasons. 
And it's because they endured that the world was changed. See, they understood, as Paul said in Romans 1-4, that the resurrection showed Jesus to be the Son of God when he was raised by the power of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus wasn't the only one to experience the resurrection. Jesus said, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Now, those who are drawn to him experience his healing presence. They become new, filled with hope, assurance, optimism, love. They experience transformation, which is, which is the goal of the resurrection. The goal of the resurrection was not to build buildings and fill them up with people. The resurrection was a clear demonstration of divine intervention, and it was to raise people up from the dead. Think about it. People in the first century acted like they say, acted like they saw someone raised from the dead. And it changed their lives completely. And they became like people raised from the dead. They began to be transformed, and, and people saw the difference in their lives. You think about people. Think about Peter, who goes from you know, denying Jesus to being the one who stands up and speaks on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2. You think about scores of other examples of people who changed and were transformed. And they began this journey of becoming new people, being, as it were, raised from the dead, from the old self to the new man, a new life. And now I realize we're almost literally 2,000 years removed from these events. However, when when you look at all of the evidence, our our conclusions really are no different. Jesus was actually raised from the dead. And if Jesus was actually raised from the dead, then as Paul mentioned, it demonstrates that he was actually divine and what he said was actually true. And it means God really does love us more than anything. And when you really embrace that, it, it brings you to your knees. I mean, how can you not be moved by that? And then you return well, grace with grace by loving him back. And when we love him, we love what he loves. That's other people. And this is more than just general talk. I mean, literally, on these two things hangs all the law and what the prophets stated. This is what it's all about. Loving God and loving others. And so when... We look at our lives, how we think, our perspectives, how we see the world, our worldviews. Does it look like we believe Jesus was raised from the dead? Like, does it look like we love God and love others? Many of us see ourselves as followers of Jesus, right? We believe and embrace him, his way of thinking. At least we say this. We say we're all in. But now, if we are... That means we're being transformed in the image of Jesus. It's not optional. It's what following Jesus does. And it will be something you experience and something others see in you. Question is, is this a reality for you? Now let's, let's, let's say you and I scheduled an appointment to meet one day for lunch, but you never showed up. A few days later, we see each other maybe in the store somewhere and ask you what happened. Say, hey, what's, what's going on? Did you forget the meeting? Did you did something happen? Was every, Is everything okay? And then at this point, you begin to explain to me that the craziest thing happened to you. 
You were just simply walking across the street, and you got smacked by a speeding semi. Now, at this point, I'm looking at you, and everything seems normal to you. So I look at you, and I think, well, either you're lying or you're crazy. You might have been hit by something, but it wasn't a semi. Because everything looks okay. If you were if you were hit by a semi, it would be obvious differences, uh, obvious changes. You would have gone through some sort of transformation for sure, and probably not for the better. Well, in the same way, we say we follow Jesus, but if we're actually if we're not actually living like we believe He was raised from the dead, the world sees us as lying or just simply people who are deceived. I mean, seriously, look at Scripture. Those who gave their lives to Jesus, they weren't playing church. Right? They, they, they were moved with conviction. They gave up their lives. They were willing to endure and not take a step back. You have to ask the question, why? And these weren't people necessarily with political power and force and riches. You know, movement makers, as it were. These were just normal people who were convicted. They saw a man raised from the dead. They were sure of something. They were convicted, and that conviction moved them. It, wa- it wasn't about playing it safe. It, it was about being courageous. They, they didn't care about what others thought, said, or did. They, they knew what they saw, what they believed, and there was nothing anyone could do to change that. It would be like as if you saw a ghost today, right? If you saw a ghost, you saw it, you experienced it, and you know how crazy it might sound, but no one can take that from you, right? No one can tell you otherwise. Now, although we, we did not personally see the resurrection of Jesus, we, we can experience it today. As Paul said, the, the gospel is bearing fruit and increasing, and it does so in our lives and in the lives of others, not necessarily in church attendance. That doesn't say a whole lot. But the fruit of it can be seen. That is, the fruit of experiencing the resurrection can be seen in the world today because the resurrection changed everything. It changed the world, and the reality of it can change everything about us. You know, what we read in Luke's letter we call Acts, notice the difference they were making. And that's the difference that can still happen today. In fact, we could say the book of Acts is still being written. But it's not about playing church or just simply filling up buildings. There's plenty of people who sit in these buildings, who stand in these buildings, and even who raise their hands in these buildings and do all the right things in these buildings who have not necessarily experienced the resurrection. It's because the resurrection is about faith and conviction that changes us and allows us to change the world. It's not about fear or playing it safe or hiding behind agendas or budgets or programs or committees. It's not about being hindered by our own limitations. It's about being courageous and stepping into what God is doing. See, Jesus is no longer on the cross. He's not in a grave. He's alive. And he's changing the world one person at a time. Question is, are you ready to be a part of what he's doing? 
Are you allowing him to be that healing presence in your life? Are you ready to join in what he is doing and be that healing presence in this world, wherever you find yourself planted? Are you becoming like Jesus from the inside out? Are you ready to experience the resurrection? And if you are, then join me on this journey. It's what the Walking Closer podcast is all about. Becoming like Jesus from the inside out. So engage the process of spiritual formation and transformation. Help yourself understand what's happening with you and the process that we, we can go through to realigning all the aspects of who we are. Right? And, and bringing our hearts back in line under God where everything goes to serve the heart which is there to serve God. And so if you're ready to experience this resurrection, engage the process of transformation. Take following Jesus seriously. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please consider subscribing to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, please consider sharing. And if you have any questions, you can drop me an email, adam at walkingcloser.com. Join me next time. Coming like Jesus from the inside out.